and we're back so let's turn the light on toxic parenting you see i've been thinking a lot lately that there is a lot of uh, sayings and perspectives and just things that we've picked up along the way that we've carried on into parenting for so long it has literally became religiously traditionally engraved into the very fabric of how we continue to raise our kids now there are certain things that are foundational like whooping your kids not beating or you know abusing but definitely whooping and there's other things that are more verbal and subliminable that we need to address so let's get to it now i've been thinking a lot lately that a lot of the sayings that we have are actually doing more harm than good to our children some sayings such as i bought you in this world and i'll take you out You see, I understand the premise of where that comes from when parents say that. At the same time, though, let's uh, review this, right? So, when you decide to have a child, yes, children, whether people want you to believe it or not, is a decision. There's no, oops, baby, there's no, oh, I made a mistake, or, no, like, unless you got raped and you were having unprotected sex, it possibly is going to lead to a child like that's just point blank period unless you have some medical condition and even then people that have medical conditions still have babies so outside of getting raped and you're having unprotected sex and it more than likely is going to equal a child so the thing is whenever you decide to have a child or whenever your partner decides to have a child Due to taking these uh, unsecured actions and the child comes, that is a decision that y'all made. You see, that's why I had a problem with this whole uh, situation where people, it was two sides. Uh, One side was saying that, you know, women should have the choice to have an abortion. And then the other side was saying that they should not have a choice to have an abortion. They were saying that women should be in control of their bodies. So if they want to have an abortion, it's them. This the thing. Um, you are in control of your body. You controlled when you laid on your back or got on your knees in doggy style. You controlled when you pulled your pants down. You controlled when you pulled your pants down and your shirt off. You control how many times you let that penis slide in and out of your vagina. You see, all of that was in your control. But when the results from the control that you had comes said in sense or perspective of a child you now want to cry oh i should i should have control oh no 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 no! you did you definitely did you had all the control in the world and you decided to let it go on so guess what you need to be responsible for the consequences of your actions so moving past it we treat children as if they are obligated to us And that's not the case. When you make statements like, I bought you in this world, I'll take you out, you're portraying some type of uh, situation where since I gave you life, you need to be complying to every single aspect that I would want you to 
complied to. Because most of the time, whenever parents say that, the child has done something that the parent doesn't like or is acting some type of way. So they pull their so-called rights of birth over the child. But it's the thing. Let's deal with what the problem really is because the child did not ask you to bring them here. So that's your fault. So if we're truthful with ourselves, those statements is kind of trying to put some of the weight of the responsibility on the child. And that's very toxic because that makes the child feel as though prior to you actually training them to respect you and teaching them that, hey, I'm your parent, you should listen to me due to the fact that I'm your parent, I'm older, and I have more information about life due to me living it, and I live and breathe this information that's going to help you out, so you should listen to me based on those things and not simply because I had you, and the world kind of gives you know, kids this perspective that your parents are always right. That's not true. Your mother is always right. That's not true. Because we are kind of subliminally taught this toxic, oh, because I had you, I can tell you anything and, you know, do as I say and not as I do. And that's very, very hypocritical and toxic. Like if you want your child to act a certain type of way or be a certain type of way, you have to first be that way don't tell your children don't smoke and you smoke don't tell your children don't curse and you curse because this the thing your children are inevitably unless they die are going to grow into adults so the very thing that you're telling them don't do that you're doing they're probably going to do so you have to live those things first and that's another one of those toxic statements do as i say and not as i do because i'm your parent i can do that or i can do this because i'm grown you know just because you're of age doesn't mean that your actions are correct especially if your belief system goes against those actions but you're trying to train your children in your belief system and then wonder why they get older and realize that your belief system is crap even when it's not crap they are going to believe that it's crap because you treated it like crap so i'll give an example there was a movie called fences that denzel washington is in now i never watched the full movie but there's a clip on the movie that i love so his son basically came to him because his son was in his feelings saying that i don't think you like me denzel looked at the young boy and i can't quote him word for word but he basically said sir i don't have to like you i go to work not because i like you i put food on the table not because i like you i do all of these things not because i like you but because you're my son and that means i'm responsible for you because children are not going to always do things that you like And if we're building our foundation of whether or not we treat our kids with the respect that they deserve and the teachings and knowledge and relaying information to them that they should definitely be receiving from us based on if we like them or not, then that is flawed because like is an emotion and it's subject to change depending on circumstance, situation, age, chemical processing, blah, blah, blah. So Denzel basically told him like, I don't have to like you, sir. 
Like, even when you do something that I don't like, I'm responsible for you, which trumps like, because like is an emotion. It even trumps love, because your children are not going to always do things that you love, but as long as you realize that you're responsible for them to a certain degree, their actions are not going to deter you from your responsibility, nor will it thwart your responsibility because you are responsible to take care of the life that you brought to this earth that's why a lot of these fathers and mothers or what i say dads and females who had kids they can run off and leave their kids because they weren't taught the fact that i bought this life into this earth and i'm responsible and now the kid goes through life thinking that you know it's my fault and why didn't he want me I went through that until I realized, dang, like, it's not my fault because I didn't ask you to be here. Not to be different if I was in the cosmos of my mom's uterus and swimming around in my dad's nutsack and I was like, hey, I'm ready to get out of here. Could you could you get me out? I'll, I'll, I'll make sure that I do everything you want and make sure I'm the perfect child if you, if you, if you, if you bring me to the world. No, they decided to lay down and have me. So guess what? They're responsible for me. Now, they should definitely teach me respect for them and how to be nice and humble and decent and, you know, all the qualities that you want me to have. But at the end of the day, I owe you nothing. Like, I owe you nothing for bringing me to this world because I was doing fine by myself. Actually, I was probably doing better not here because there's no bills, there's no pain, there's no stress, worry, concern. You know, the whole end of the world thing. You know, I don't have to worry about any of that if I'm still in my dad's nutsack. So I was actually doing a lot better in the uterus and the nutsack. But we'll get into that in another podcast. Another example. The other day, my sister and her brother was walking. And her child was like, Mom, I'm tired. And her brother was like, tired? You'll be all right. You don't think your mama tired? She go to work. She take care of y'all. Blase, blase, this, blase, that. Um, sir, that ain't got nothing to do with that child. Like, that child is not responsible for the level of energy that his mom had because he didn't ask to be here. And if she figured that she was going to be tired one day, guess what? She should have never had him because regardless of whether you're tired or not, it's your responsibility. And we have little statements that highlight these things, but I don't think we really get down off into them, such as a mother's job is never done. I'm sorry, uh, a father's job is never done either. Now, dads and, and, and people who are not there for their kids, you know, that's a different story. But the same guidelines apply for a father because I'm just as active in my child's life as the next person. And I know you may say, well, they're talking about the, the ones that are not there. Okay, well, you say that because a mother and a father's job is never done because our responsibility doesn't end until the child dies. Let's deal with that. Regardless of how old the child gets, we're still responsible. They can call in the middle of the night. At 59, we're going to run and be there for them because we're responsible. So, I want her brother to understand um, that five-year-old could care less about his mom being tired. And it's not his job to care. It's not his job to be concerned. It's not his job to turn off his tiredness because mom goes to work and she takes care of me and my brother and sister. No. Now, if you want to teach him to be considerate of other people's energy then that's something you need to sit down and teach him. But a five-year-old really ain't trying to hit it. So guess what? You need the hush, sir. Because that's, that's, that's when in one ear and out the other. 
and a lot of times parents like to try to make their children feel bad you know i just got out of work just i'm so tired give me a moment little johnny i just i just can't right now guess what it's not little johnny's problem that's your problem because guess what you had little johnny and this is something that i'm learning myself to catch myself if i'm doing it this ain't something that i was born with i'm just learning these things that i go along in parenthood and realize that we are very 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 toxic because our parents taught us to be toxic and their parents taught them to be toxic and their parents and their parents and it's been going on for a long time so that's don't think it just started with you and your child now we have to at some point realize that the way that we conduct ourselves and the information that we relate to our kids definitely needs to change because what we're doing is we're creating little individuals that feel like they can start things in life and then make those things be responsible for them that's why we have so many rebellious and you know uh, belligerent and defiant children that grow up to be young males and females and we wonder well where do you get that characteristic from thinking that the world owes you something well um you yeah i'll say it again where they get the fact that the world owes them something from simply being in the world is you because you taught it to them when you made statements like i bought you in this world i'll take you out or i'm tired you should you should be considerate that i'm tired at five um i'm sorry <laughs> what or you know uh well mommy loves me you know so she should do this and do that no mommy shouldn't do things for you because she loves you daddy shouldn't do things for you because they love you they should be doing things for you because they're responsible for you. Love is an emotion. It fluctuates. It changes. So, yeah. I really hope this has turned the light on a lot of toxic things that we say and do to our kids. So that we can get to a point in adulthood and raising children and parenthood that we stop creating these little monsters. Because... It's really contradictive for us to ask these questions like, well, where, where do they get that from? And you're the one teaching them. You know, we like to try to blame all the deviant and defiant actions that our kids pick up on, you know, the day-to-day -day basis. We blame that on the world or the people of the world or their friends. But at the end of the day, that foundation came from you. You know, their friends and people outside of the home, they may have confirmed it and, you know, continued on in making them believe that these actions are justified because this is kind of the same stuff that mom and dad is doing but you started that and unless you done your due diligence to teach your children these things that you're expecting them to just automatically grasp and be accountable and responsible for you are really crazy because if you're not teaching it to them then they're getting the perspectives from the world and other places but then you're bothered by those perspectives. So let's stop, right? So let's stop giving our kids this toxicity because it only hurts and hinders them for the other parts of their life and such as respecting authority and, you know, being a decent person and, you know, giving people the respect that they should or taking accountability and responsibility for their actions those foundational building blocks have to be taught that's not anything that the child is just born with and if you're subliminally teaching them these things just because i'm your parent and 
you know, these guidelines and principles of life don't apply to me, but you need to apply them to everyone else. You have to understand now why the child is confused because <laughs> you're confused. Let's be 100% honest. Your child owes you nothing for birthing them. And once you realize that, I think you will be able to understand how to properly teach them these guidelines and aspects of life when you realize that your child owes you nothing for birthing them. I'm going to say it again. Your child owes you nothing for bringing them to this earth. If you want your child to display some type of principle that you deemed uh, logical and necessary for proper functioning in life, then he's talk to them. So stop making statements, making your children feel bad for being children. That is very toxic of you. Lights on. I remember a time when my car kept tearing up and... Me and my stepdad have never really had a great relationship. It was kind of like, you're just my stepdad. He taught me a couple things, you know, a couple things that I needed for life. But we just never had like a great relationship. So, uh, for a few months, I had to use my mom's car. Uh, he has a truck. My mom had has two cars. And I came down there to get one of her cars because my car is tore up. And... He made a statement and he said, um, basically, you ain't going to be running out here getting your mama car every time your car tear up. Because uh, you, you don't know if that's uh, putting us in a bind or not. Um, I'm sorry. Let me explain something to you, sir. Um, first of all, hello, my name is, you know, Adrian Poe. I don't know if you know me, but at this point, he should have known that I was going to have to get him. Um, this is my mom. Let's, let's deal with that part. And this, this woman here, she had me. So when I'm in need and I've done all that I can do and she's still alive, it is her responsibility to help me if she can. Now, this is different if I'm not trying and, you know, I'm out here, you know, blowing money and doing dumb stuff, but my car is legitimately tore up. I have no other ride to work. Like, I, I, like, that's, that's it. So, you know. And she's responsible to a certain degree. Now, she doesn't have a problem with me getting her car because she has another car. You're the only one that has a problem. And then I said, and truth be told, if I needed your truck, I'll get that. Who? How you gonna get my truck? Who? I said, hold it. I said, no, uh, many, 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 many years ago, whenever you decided that you wanted to date this woman, you knew she had two kids. That's number one. Number two, you actually went on to have sex and marry her. Therefore, you are legally bonded to this beautiful young lady till death do you part unless you get a divorce to where your name is on legal documents. But I don't think you realize that when you signed your name, you are taking on her responsibility as well. So you don't have the right to feel some type of way about the level of responsibility that she has. Because guess what? It's yours as well. Because you married her. Which means you married everything that came with her. Now you could have stayed over there where you were because you only had one child. 
you decided to go and marry a female with two children. So guess what? You must love responsibility because you took on two levels of responsibility instead of just leaving it at one. So that has, once again, nothing to do with me and more to do with you, sir. So guess what? I pulled off of my mom's car. Like, please. And I don't blame him now that I realize, because I realize that uh, parents and people real life don't understand the length of responsibility that comes along with kids and marriage. So they, they cut it off as, as soon as possible. They make statements to make us think that it's not that bad. Oh, you only got to be responsible for 18 years. That's not true. Like, a parent is always responsible until that child dies. Like I stated earlier, no matter what time your child calls, no matter what your child needs, you're going to break your neck to get it. But for those who don't understand that concept, you think that it stops at 18 or 21 or when they move out. Like parents are always concerned about what the freak their child got going on in the middle of the night. Like regardless, because those parents understand at some level of, I'm always responsible for you. So we have to stop. And we can't say that, well, those, those, they just say that. But no, because those statements have literally created foundational principles that we're not only living by we're passing down to our kids and our kids are passing it to their kids and their kids are going into society creating the crap that we're living in now so let's stop let's stop let's fully understand our levels of responsibility and take those as they are and let's stop making statements and subliminally teaching our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren these characteristics that are not good building blocks. Lights on.